Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I am joined by lovely Chi from, gosh, I've even forgotten your name. Right, Rome Family Travels. I was just about to call you Black Brits Abroad, but that's not right. Rome Family Travels. And um, really, really happy to have you here. And just want to say, we tried to do this earlier, and um, we got our time zones wrong and our timings wrong. And then she said to me, I need to record before Friday because I'm moving country. And I was like, that is brilliant. That's just amazing. It's not even like I've got, I don't know, what have I got going on? Like school, (laughs) homework, I don't know, a talk, I'm going to a screening, but I'm definitely not moving country. So anyway, welcome, welcome Chi from Fro Family Travels to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. So welcome. I'm just glad that you could be here. Um, Glad that you could join us because, yeah, I can't even imagine um, what it must get like for you, but... I love your hour freedom journey, or we have mm-hmm. us now. I love your kind of, what was it? What do you call it? Like a mantra? Your ethos? Yeah, yeah. A bit like a mantra, something to live by. I love it. I love it as a mantra. I love it as just, yeah, what, what kind of, I suppose, your bedrock. And I saw on your Instagram, Spain, Turkey, Athens, Thailand, Malaysia. So where in the world are you now? And where will you be next week? (laughs) So right now we are in Ghana, in West Africa. And next week we will be in Colombia, in South America. That's so amazing. (laughs) That's so amazing. So for anybody that doesn't know for family travels um, on Instagram, can you just tell us how this all started? Gosh, Um, so my husband, AJ, and I have always been keen travelers. I I grew up loving travel. My mum traveled her whole life as well. So I guess you could say it's always been in me. But we, we kind of always decided, even from early on when we started dating 11 years ago, that oh, the, <laughs> thank you, um, that the UK was not somewhere that we wanted to settle and stay in. So, oh man, I, I think it was quite early on when we started dating, we took our first holiday to Portugal and we were kind of sat there and it was like the night or two before we had to go back to London, back to dreary London and back to work. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And thinking, I don't want to go back. I I really don't want to go back. And then, you know, the questions started coming up. Well, why do we have to go back? back? Yeah. Why do we have to go back? But you know, it was quite it was just kind of brushed off like that's a bit of a silly idea I think you know and when we first started dating you kind of just programmed to go back exactly exactly it's it's normal it's normal life 
That's yeah. it. You go away on holiday. It's normal life. To me, living abroad was something for gap year students, you know. Yeah. Or Not if for it grown was, women. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. You know, and I've, I've done my uni stage. That's kind of past me now. I'm supposed to be thinking about this. This could be the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And, you know, we've got to settle down and get serious. And, um, but, you know, I think kind of sparking that question really sparked this kind of thought of, could this be a thing? How how could how could we make this work? Um, and you know, thinking back now, kind of 10, 11 years ago, this was kind of as YouTube was starting to gain its you know kind of height and popularity, and just doing. I think I stumbled across um, a couple's page. They're called Indefinite Honeymoon, and I think this must have been maybe about 2014, 2015, and they were living the exact lifestyle that we talked about. And oh. I remember I remember turning to AJ and saying, oh my gosh, babe, I found someone who's doing it. They're that. doing it. They're mm-hmm. traveling. They're traveling. It, it's doable. It can be done. Um, but now, like I said, it was, say it's about 2015. We're, well, not deep, well, depends on what you call deep in debt, but we got about £20,000 worth of debt. That's a good um, debt there. Congratulations. It's a good amount of debt. Amount of debt. Yeah. <laughs> a good amount of debt. Um, you know, we, we're thinking about starting a family, and I'm thinking, but if we're going to have a baby, we can't, we, you know, let's brush it off again. That's, that just can't be possible. How come, you know, they're doing it, but they're just a couple. They don't have yeah. a baby. That, yeah. That's that's a whole other a whole nother exactly. layer to it. Oh, okay, no, no. It couldn't be possible with a baby. So and again, a, it, and at this stage, were the conversations just between you and AJ or did yeah. like family get involved? No, it was solely between the two of us. We'd never spoken to anyone else about it at this stage. So you've thought, I want to have a baby but I want to have this travel lifestyle. Yeah. This seems, feels crazy, feels wild. What changed in the conversations then? It was actually AJ who said, let's do it. Baby or not. <laughs> baby or not. Yeah, let's just do it. Yeah, let's, let's just do, do it. it. If that's what you want to do, that's what we want to do. We know that we don't want to stay here. We don't, you know, it's just the monotony is not something we're interested in. Let's just go. But what about a baby? That- Mm. Yeah. And can I ask at that stage, was there ever a thought of, I just don't want to be in London. So maybe let me go to a black majority country. Let me go to the West Indies. Let me go to different parts and try different countries in Africa. Or, or was it ha- does, did, was it that I actually want this lifestyle? I want to be moving into different spaces. I would say even at that early stage, there was the, because alongside that, in 2015, we also did um, an introduction to Black History um, Studies course with Black History Studies. And so that opened up a whole other world to us. We were kind of becoming a bit more conscious about, you know, our liberty and and the education that we had received. And, you know, a lot of the deceit and lies about Mm -hmm. African history and, you know, kind of thinking, you know, we were stolen from this place. And potentially should be should we be returning to the motherland should is that the path that we should be going so that conversation was kind of alongside all of this so I think even from early on we were talking about the potential of traveling the world and then ultimately settling down maybe in the motherland or like I said in the West Indies or something along those lines so the two did kind of coincide right so how long before the talking 
between you and AJ till you actually took the leap? Or did you test it out a little bit before? No, we didn't test it out at all. We kind of weighed <laughs> up. Even more amazing. <laughs> we kind of weighed up different ways that we could do it. We talked about, say, doing six months in the UK, six months um, abroad. We talked about maybe just doing long weekends because we both worked in education at the time. So we both talked about maybe long weekends or the school holidays and, you know, doing extended visits to different places. And it was like, it just felt like that was, if we're going to do this, we got to go all in, you know, we're not going to do it half-heartedly. We're going to go all in and, you know, no regrets. We're just going to give it a go, just give it our best shot at it. So um, family, mm. friends, everybody loving the idea. Well, was we, negativity? <laughs> we still hadn't really talked about it with with them um, until I think I think the first time we mentioned it, maybe I was pregnant with Tashi. Right. That's a double whammy, isn't it? <laughs> Here's your grandchild, but I'm also leaving the country. Exactly. And on my mum's side, your first grandchild, (laughs) by the way, you'll only see her for the first nine months of her life. And then if you want to see her, you've got to come and visit us. Yeah. Wow. So were they immediately just, did they get, did they understand the, the passion behind it? Not really, no, to be honest. I think, you know, I think if it was just, me and AJ, they would have been fine with mm-hmm. it. You know, young mm-hmm. couple, go for it, go live your life. But as soon as you add the baby to the equation, it's like, but how? Babies, babies need stability. What What if something yeah. goes wrong? You know, what if you need the yeah. hospital? Uh, you know, you're in a strange country and you can't speak the language. No, those, babies. Those would be all my fears mm. as a mother here in mm. England with all of our access to the NHS and everything. That right. we have. Those are my fears now. Yeah. So that would be times a zillion if I'm traveling. So how did you squash them as a, as a mummy? Like how, how do you, how did you push through that? I think we always just had it in the back of our minds that worst case, we kind of played out what, what would be the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario would be things like we completely ran out of money um, or, you know, someone was hospitalized or something. And our worst case scenario scenario was we just come back. We just come back to the UK and, you know, we get things together, we start again or whatever the case may be. But we always know this is where our family is we can always just come back. Yeah, you made that sound so easy. It's so simple. Just come back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was just making sure we said, okay, one thing we'll always make sure, because before we left, we actually didn't have any kind of income, any online income streams at all. So we hadn't figured that part out. Um, but we, what one thing we said. This is so brave. Like what you just said. <laughs> I haven't quite figured that part out, like the money part. No, we, we wanted to do yeah. it. We had the baby. Yeah. We hadn't quite figured out yeah. where the moolah's coming from. No, exactly. I love that. We're just, just going to go. Yeah. And, and, and like woman to woman, did it, was there just any pressure on you and AJ? Like we've got to make this work and our relationship is the anchor to all of this. Like you've got a baby, you don't quite know where the money's coming from. You've got this amazing dream, mm-hmm. but like you, you two just have you two. Absolutely. As in, you know, like we all 
bang on about takes a village. You didn't have yeah. that. No, no, we, we left that completely behind. Yeah. Um, and if to be honest, I never really thought about you know the the idea of leaving behind that village. Um, and it, that is definitely something that I think we took for granted. Uh, in terms of like our relationship, I've I've always been quite an introverted person anyway. So the idea of it being just the two of us, I didn't have any fears or worries oh. around that yeah. at all. Um, so that side, yeah, 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 that that didn't. I didn't feel any way about that. Um, definitely, I do think the whole leaving our family behind because we used to have you know we have a great support system in the UK. My mum used to take Taji every weekend from, you know, from quite soon after she was born so that we could have our date nights. That was like our thing. Mm. Date nights was Friday nights till Saturday. Yeah. And that was completely stripped away from us. That that definitely did. Um, you know, that was, yeah. yeah, yeah, a little bit. We had to really kind of adjust to that. We missed that break. Yeah. Well, where, it's the space. Like, where do you have the space as parents <laughs> and as individuals just to regroup a little bit? It's so intense. It is. With a baby, it is. isn't it? And then it's intense again. Yeah. If it's just you two in a new yeah. place with no support, you can't just, you know, it's, drop I, the I, baby off. Exactly. And I would say that has been one of the biggest lessons for us is the importance of setting up community wherever you go and making sure that you always have someone else that you can reach out to. You know, we join a lot of Facebook groups. So anytime we travel to a new country, one of the first things I do is join the expat groups for the the country um, on Facebook or the town that we're going to be in. That's an amazing tip for anybody looking to look into this life. It's huge. And then once I join that group, I'll literally just send out a message saying, hey, we're getting ready to move to this country. Any other young families? You know, our daughter's four years old. We'd love to meet up for a play date or something. We always put out that kind of message in most of the countries that we've traveled to. That's amazing. And and saying that as an introvert, and I'm a bit of an introvert myself, that's really (laughs) brave. Like, I find that really (laughs) scary. I'm dyslexic as well, so I'd like panic. Have I written everything down right? Have I got everybody's name right? And what if nobody like responds or nobody mm-hmm. wants to yeah. meet up for a oh, yeah. or you know? Yeah. And then it also does it ever feel a little bit like um, I don't know the new girl everywhere? Like I would I would feel a little bit awkward in my body, like where you know when you just start a new job, you're like, where does everything mm-hmm. go? I'm going to get everything wrong. Or, you know, just does it ever feel a bit like that when you send out those messages or you meet? that couple or that new family for the first time, like, hi, this is the first time meeting. how you doing? Like, does it ever, or, or even though you say you're introvert, has this just become normal for you? It, uh, yeah, it definitely has become normal. I've had to push myself in order yeah. to put myself out there, definitely. But I felt my confidence grow as a result of that. And I feel like... I feel like one of the greatest benefits about this lifestyle is because of the lifestyle we lead, we're, the people that we do meet abroad are more likely to be more like-minded yes. as well. So we definitely connect a, quite a lot easier with so other people kind of, when we travel. You've made a, a global village. 
Absolutely. Global village. And and so a lot of the families that we have met up with, quite a number of them, we met them initially through Instagram as well. Nice. So maybe we already know a bit about their story or they know about us. So we kind of gather, you know, Amazing. kind of information about each other before we actually meet up. Um, like I think one family in particular, yeah, we started chatting on Instagram and they were like, where are you guys now? We're in I think they were in Thailand, I want to say. We were in Malaysia. And they're like, cool, that's next door. We're coming. Oh, and my goodness. That, <laughs> oh, I mean, that's just amazing. Yeah, and, and, and that was the first time we... And next door. Yeah, we talked on Instagram yeah. first. And then literally the next week, we met up with them in Malaysia. And firm friends. And we met them in Malaysia. When we went to Mexico, they came to Mexico as oh. well. Um, that's that's happened twice with another family as well um yeah and we still talk to them now we were just talking to them recently about where we're going next so yeah it's 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 a a, great way to make lifelong friends honestly that is a bond on a next level if you met in that circumstance so just like you search for facebook groups are there any hashtag on instagram if anybody else is interested in like looking into this lifestyle. How are you finding these people on Instagram? Are you finding them from the Facebook group and then speaking to them on Instagram? Um, a combination, I usually either that, so Facebook first through the groups and then we move over to Instagram or um, I might be searching for something like black families abroad or world schooling families. Right. Um, or digital nomad families. Na- see, there you go. These are completely <laughs> new terms for me. So that's what that's what you are, is it? A digital nomad. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll use the term digital nomad. I'm, I, I like to not, you know, kind of use yeah. labels too much, but yeah. but it is. I it's an easy way to explain in, it. Yeah, anybody interested in looking into the lifestyle, yeah. you could do yeah. some research by using these terms. So digital exactly. nomad and what did you say, worldwide? Well, well, if you look up world schooling, world, world schooling, schooling, yeah. Because that, digital nomad, you'll come up with single people, couples, but world schooling is specifically, obviously, for teaching children and um, supporting their education around the world. So you're more likely to find families that way. Do you know what? World schooling, when you say that, it makes me think of like a fantastical, mythical, (laughs) like make-believe thing. It makes me feel, you know, think of unicorns. Like it just sounds so amazing. So are there any like misconceptions or myths that people might have? about your lifestyle or how you live or kind of, I don't know, any negativity that you come across, (laughs) any things that you just could just stamp out right now? Yeah. Uh, The first thing, everyone assumes that we're rich and we live in hotels constantly. Are you not? (laughs) I mean, you know, I I don't mind if people want to describe us that well, I will absolutely claim it. Your life rich. Yeah. There's many ways to be rich. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. But I think people think we must have endless amounts of money to be able to To travel this way. Yeah, and that it's super expensive and we live in hotels. And I think in our three and a bit years we've only stayed in a hotel for like two weeks in total maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> literally like in two countries in a total of like a week in total so we don't we rarely use hotels at all and and to, on a on a honest level like majority of the time our expenses 
rarely exceed about a thousand pounds a month. Nice. I think my childcare fees probably are around that. I mean, <laughs> it, that, there you uh, go, though, isn't it? That that uh, it probably is that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, hmm. I can believe that. So, any other myths? So, first of all, you're not rich. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, anyway. No, not life yet. Rich. Life, life rich. rich, definitely. The other thing I think people assume is just the idea that it can't be done, that you can't travel full time. Must be the biggest with, one. With especially with a child as well, people think how there's it. I'd love to, but I can't even imagine to even yeah, you know, can't even fathom the thought of traveling with children full time. Yeah. And and how are you traveling with your baby full time? How is that working? Like, what does that look like day to day for life, education, support? Mm. How 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 are you doing it? <laughs> we um, we we have to be quite structured. As, as much as you know, we like to say that our life is freedom lifestyle and it's very flexible, and we can be as and when we need to. When it actually comes down to it, we we do keep to quite a rigid structure if if we're to be productive. So um, we wake up quite early, uh, usually between about four fifteen and five a.m. Woo! <laughs> I, I love that this is um, you're choosing to do this. You're choosing exactly. to wake up this yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. absolutely. Okay. So normally we wake up between four four thirty five ish, roughly, and Taji usually wakes up around about eight o'clock in the morning. So what so, are you doing from four till eight? So um, personal time that like for me, I'm I'm selfish about that time because I know oh. that's the time that oh, I get to myself. And um, outside of that, it's quite difficult to have time for myself. So nice. well I like protecting that. Thank you. So yeah, I like to do my meditation, my reading, some exercise. I do. I, I read a book called The Miracle Morning. It was kind of based on these six things it encourages you to do every day to have a productive day. So yeah, meditating, reading, journaling, exercising um visualize visualizing and so I do that for the first hour and a bit and and then I have kind of an hour and a half to two hours to get some work done and then Taji wakes up at eight o'clock and then we kind of tag team so for for two to two and a half hours I'll have Taji in the morning first and I'll get her ready breakfast and then we'll do some play and some learning for for about two and a half hours and then we'll switch and AJ will have Taji and um, he'll play with her and take her out and do things so that I can have two hours to myself to do some work as well so by now by now we've had four to five hours already of actually you know doing some work yeah and that's just that dedicated one-on-one time you can't you can't beat that yeah you can't beat that exactly and and she knows that she's like like it very intentional and she's very aware of the setup you know oh it's mummy's time now it's daddy's time now um and then we come back together we'll have lunch and then we'll either go out for lunch or have lunch indoors and then kind of from about 12 one ish the rest of the day is ours and we can go out and go to you know depending on what country obviously we're in we'll go to the beach we'll go do an excursion or or something and then come back in time for for dinner or for for bed 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You know what? Honestly, you, you are selling You are selling this to me. This, that just, <laughs> it does, it sounds like a dream and this is your life. And, and I'm, not, I'm not romanticizing it. I'm not saying it's mm. easy. Mm-hmm. But it does sound gorgeous. It does. Mm-hmm. It sounds amazing. So when you say work, I can imagine. I know you you are not a millionaire, but how <laughs> are you able to fund this? So this full time life of traveling. Yeah. So I mean, you must. That must be a question you get asked all the time. Oh, right? all the time, all the time. <laughs> um, at any time period we have at least between us at least five to six different streams of income Um, and one of the main reasons we wanted to make sure that we had multiple streams of income and I think I'm now very glad from that we made this decision when we did and I think the pandemic has shown you know how, how almost necessary this is is you can never rely on one stream of income at any point in time you could end up stop. You, you could you might not be earning from one method, and so we always wanted to have a backup way of making money. So we have a number of ways that we make money online. Um, for me, the main way that I make money online at the moment is teaching English online, and I mainly teach English to Japanese students, Japanese professionals. Fabulous. Uh, and along but I'm starting to reduce those hours now to focus on my other things so alongside that I also sell digital products so think finance spreadsheets um, printable products that I have I sell on the website and I sell um, in an Etsy shop as well so that's kind of our main passive income I also this is um, all digital everything yeah everything's digital so i upload it to the site and then it gets sent straight to the customer so i don't have to do anything more you're not walking around with no or anything (laughs) exactly right exactly i i also uh, do some affiliate marketing so so through fro families travels i love to share things that i learn about how to make money online so people can learn some tips about different techniques and ways that I've learned to make some extra cash on the side and and we get paid whenever people click on those links and also AJ is a website designer and he has a web hosting company so he creates websites for people and so sometimes if he gets super super busy which he has been recently I, I teach less and I help him a bit more with um, his web design stuff 
as well. I also do a little bit of virtual assistance as well for yeah. a couple of small companies. So okay. yeah, we kind of dabble That's in a brilliant. few different things. And you fit all of that in, in the morning slots <laughs> or when either one of you is having your one-on-one time? So majority of that's when I'll do majority of my teaching, but the things like the affiliate marketing, showing people how different ways that they can make money online, my digital products is passive income. So I created those products and that website, say three years ago, and I haven't really touched it since. And it continues to generate income for us. That is the dream, isn't it? That's fantastic. Congratulations and salute to the thinking there, because that is just that's brilliant. Well done. Well done. (laughs) That just sounds amazing. So when you when you first got into this traveling lifestyle, Mm -hmm. is there anything you just completely didn't think about? We just you just kind of land and just like, well, what I'm thinking is like hair cream, like (laughs) just the things that we need as black women, black people that Mm -hmm. you know can be difficult Mm -hmm. to find in England. Like, mm. is there anything that you just like, whoops, didn't think about that and had to do like a manic chase for? Or, yeah, I suppose anything that just completely blindsided you or you wouldn't have imagined? Mm. Not particularly. I mean, I think we, we've been blessed, lucky, depending on how you want to look at it. We've been um, fortunate that with things like First of all, we're pretty simple in terms of what we need. So like you said, apart from maybe our body butters, we're very specific about the body butters we use. And we have had a couple of costly lessons about trying to get that to us whilst we've been abroad. But um, apart from that, like now I I have locks now and and kind of one of my main reasons to get the locks was to make it as simple as possible. So I don't need tons of hair products um so no we kind of been quite like what 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 i'll generally do is buy kind of six months to a year's worth of products in one go and so it will get us through and and actually for the first two and a bit years almost three years we were coming back to the uk quite often because we had a lot of family weddings and and kind of arrangements that we had to come back for and outside of that my mum has visited us in like six of the countries visited (laughs) so oh god anytime mum comes she has a whole suitcase dedicated just for our stuff so (laughs) so um, yeah we we thankfully we've never really had any real issues in terms of getting hold of things um yeah yeah that's amazing yeah thankfully that's amazing and and how long have you been living this lifestyle it's been three and a half years now wow and is there any do you look back at all is there any end point or is this it this is this is it oh man um (laughs) I mean, we, we've we've thoroughly enjoyed the journey that we've we've been on for the last three and a half years. I will say that after three and a half years, it's quite exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, to to constantly have to think about new countries and and booking flights and accommodation. Yeah. And, How you long know, are you staying in each country, or is it so, just? 
how that feels. It really is kind of based on feeling and also maybe our visa situation, you know, how long we're allowed to stay in a country. Right. Often determines that. Um, So it really varies. The shortest time we've stayed in a country is four days. And the longest. What country was that? Four days. That was Singapore because accommodation was like almost two hundred pound per night. So right, right, right. So um, yeah, yeah Singapore is yeah. super expensive. So we were kind of just dipping in, um, and then the longest uh, was Mexico. We did kind of five and a half months at a time. Um, in Mexico, and that was kind of because of, you know, the the pandemic, we kind of needed to sit in one country, obviously, because of everything mm. that was going on. But in that sitting in Mexico, we kind of thought, actually, being in one place is quite nice. Mm. We haven't done this for a long time. And it made us, and we were, what we realized is when we were in Mexico, we were a lot more productive because, you know, usually after a month or two, we're, you know, it takes us kind of sometimes a week or two or three to settle into mm. and, and, you know, and find our bearings. So we kind of sometimes you end up wasting a lot of time just trying to get familiar with places. Whereas Mexico, we really got into a, an amazing groove and started to think, actually, maybe we need to think a bit more long term. And it just happened to coincide with the pandemic. And so that that kind of forced us to slow down and think maybe actually this is what we need to think about doing. And so we are at a place now where I would say we are looking for a home base, not to say that we would stop traveling altogether because we still like the idea of, you know, hopping from place to place, maybe for a month or two, but we would definitely love the idea of having somewhere we could call home rather than constantly living out of a suitcase. You know, often we go to places and there are things, maybe artwork or, you know, sculptures that we'd like to take back with us and we never can because we don't have the space in our luggage to, but we'd kind of like to. So it would be nice to have somewhere to call home for that reason. And is there anywhere that you don't ever want to travel to again for for any reason? <laughs> um, no, no. You know, we had we, we definitely had countries that weren't the best experiences, but no, I'd never write off anywhere that we visited so far. Definitely not. I'd, I I hope that we can go back to every country. Actually, that's really nice. And your Black Brits Abroad Facebook group. Yeah. Um, do you still update that and kind of tell people what you're up to? Is that quite an active group? Just for anybody listening who's looking yeah. just to um, travel. Yeah, we, we do share our experiences in there, but I didn't want it to be focused around us. The reason I right. created the group is because often the groups when I join them is, you know, it, a lot of those groups are quite Americanized. And I think we probably noticed that generally, not just with travel, but in most industries, things are quite Americanized. And I couldn't find a, a, a travel groups, a black travel group specifically for those of us that may have been British born or British based. Um, and so I thought, well, you know, whenever we, I'm, I'm like, I'm sure we're out here. We, we, we've rarely, in the, in, <laughs> the three, right? yeah. in the three years we've been traveling, we've only actually met like three 
black British people, which really? is, yeah, yeah, which I find quite strange. I'm like, I know we travel, so where are we? So that's one of the reasons why I started to create the group to find out if there were others that were, you know, not, and not just about those who want to live abroad, but just people that are interested in travel. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, I'll post the group in the podcast notes so anybody interested can um, sign up. And just lastly, what have you learned from this life? What has it taught you? Easy question. (laughs) I would say one of the biggest lessons is to do what makes you happy. I think life is way too short and way too unpredictable to be sat in a dead-end job you know when I think I I like to well not like to sometimes I think back to say five years ago um, where we were and I can remember sitting in the office just staring at the clock waiting for the seconds to go by (laughs) literally clock watching and I'm so glad that we had the courage to take this journey because I couldn't imagine still being in that position. And I know there's so many of us that, and, and it's not just about this lifestyle, but so many of us that have amazing potential within us. And because we're scared, because we're worried about what other people might think, we hold back on that potential. And I don't ever want any of us to look back with regret. And I, yeah. I think we have to take that big, as scary as it might be, I just really want to encourage people to take the leap. It is worth it to just say that you at least you've tried. You know, that's for yeah. me, the big thing is to just give it a try and say that you did it rather than shoulda, woulda, coulda and looking back and thinking about what could have been. And, and I can hear it in your voice. I can hear mm. the, the shine in your voice. So... <laughs> With, with all of that, I can imagine from me getting that over the, the sound wave to how it goes through every pore of you. How do you think that comes across in your child? Like, how does that affect, affect the upbringing of your child? We, we never limit her. We never, mm. ever place limits on her or tell her that, of course, unless it's something that could endanger her, we never tell her that she can't do anything. And, yeah. Or, you know, if she imagines or says that she saw something and we never say we don't believe her or we don't trust her or, you know, we, we allow her imagination to just run as free as it comes right from her. I think that, you know, children are born pure and I it's agree. the world, it's the world that, you know, shrinks them and, you know, makes them They're doubt themselves. absolutely the closest thing to the source as they are pure and perfect when they come to this world and I just especially for Taji you know and and all all of our children especially black children in particular because I feel that black children are all my children too you know that, that, that we need to just encourage them to be whatever they feel is right for them and, and brings them the most peace and the most happiness. And and that's for children, but for us as adults, as their inner child still wanting to come out as well. Mm. And when the inevitable, when the inevitable tough times kick in and you maybe don't have the things that may have been actually unhealthy that you could have leaned on 
in England with mm-hmm. certain access to things. Mm-hmm. What what gets you through? Gratitude. I, I would say um, gratitude, like just, you know, we've been fortunate that we, we haven't had to deal with too many really, really tough times. I could, I could probably count on one hand how many times we have, like really, really tough times. Um, but just being present and just, you know, one of the things that I'm grateful for with this lifestyle is we can just shut everything down and stop if we need mm. to. You know, I could, AJ was in hospital while we were in Mexico. And, you know, um, if I was at work in London, a boss might not have been so empathetic, you know, had so much oh, empathy yeah. to allow me to take time off to support oh, yeah. him. For, and if for... you were you in London, you might not have asked. Exactly. Exactly that. Exactly that. You know, to be able to say I took almost two months out oh, to, to yeah. support him through his recovery. Um, I'm grateful that we created a lifestyle that would allow me to be present and and so that's why one of the things I just constantly whether we're going through tough times or not I I just try to always focus on gratitude yeah I think that's brilliant I mean I think these are life lessons but it's just great to hear it's great to hear you sounding so anchored it's (laughs) it's, you know so grounded and especially everything how you talk about your daughter um I can just imagine I mean, I don't think we could probably um, quantify what it does for her to see to see oh. all of this, taking it in in every single pore of her. Yeah, exactly. you know, what, what, what that does. I agree. She is the most confident child. <laughs> when people meet her, they're like, "Oh my gosh, she's amazing! <laughs> she's so clever! She's so confident! She, you know, she obviously loves children, but she'll come and have a conversation with adults. She just loves people." as well and I, I I would like to believe that it's our lifestyle that's enabled that. I, I have no doubt just being around so many different types mm-hmm. of people constantly exactly. being exposed to it, watching, learning, again the intrinsic intangible things that we're yeah. picking up get like a sponge. Exactly. I can imagine, no doubt. So anyone listening thinking this all sounds amazing. I want to try this. What advice what kind of three bits or any any gems that we can um, that you can leave us with? Set a date, create a plan. I think you need to have it written down. I think the the problem and why people don't take action on things is because they keep it all in their heads and they never actually do anything with it. So I think for me, it became real when I wrote it down and we, you know, we started to figure out, okay, well, if we can clear the debt in this time, if we had a baby in this time, we could leave on, and it was March 24th, 2018. And having that date kind of made it concrete. I had something that I needed to work towards and that I was committed to. And so I would definitely say just decide what it is that you want and write it down and dream and fantasize. And and like you said, it's not all it's not all romantic. And I I hope that I haven't made it sound that it is all glitz and glamour because it's definitely not. But but it is a beautiful lifestyle. And I think 
watch the videos on YouTube, you know, and reach out. Like one of the things I love about this journey is it's the community, the, the digital nomad community is generally very open and willing to chat and um, my DMs are always open so if anyone <laughs> wants to send me a message do join the Black Brits of, abroad Facebook and just pose the question to the group and people will always be very forthcoming and share what they've learned and things to think about as well for the journey. That is just amazing well thank you so much for being here from Ghana. Thank you so much for just sharing all your gems or your tips and just inviting us into your life. I really appreciate it. And it and it it does sound amazing. And I, I don't think you have made it you haven't made it sound like it's all roses and you know jingles. You haven't done that. But the base, the yeah. very baseline of it sounds healthier than I've heard a lot of lifestyles, <laughs> which is nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So welcome. Dope Black Moms. If you'd like to join the Dope Black Moms private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Moms on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Moms. Thanks so much for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.